The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, uh, Jaylen Nye. Yeah, friend. I've never asked you to do this before, but I wonder if you wouldn't uh, do me a favor. What? Uh, so on the, the computer screen you have in front of you there, among the many things, uh, pieces of information that you're able to access at a moment's notice if need be, are the newscasts from 630 Chad's newsroom. Mm-hmm. So we can see... <laughs> oh, I know what you want me to do. Yeah, the scripts. Yeah, yeah, um, hold on. And we can anticipate what's coming up in the next news broadcast and so on. So I, I listened intently uh, to Mr. <laughs> Dreger's uh, news, news read just a moment ago and, and uh, heard the story, uh, a quote from Don Iveson. Uh, do you have it? I actually wrote it down. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got that right. I'm sorry. What what did he say? Well, Mayor, this was the story. Okay. Mayor Don Iveson is having city staff looking look into if there's a better way to do road construction. <laughs> is there not a better way to do road construction? What? What he has in mind is completely closing a road instead of having one side open while traffic squeezes through (laughs) and the other side uh, with the other side open for a longer period of time. And here's what he had to say. I was talking about this uh, with someone who's in the construction business and does this and says said to me, you know, we'd probably be able to do things faster, less disruption, maybe better pricing because the equipment wouldn't be sitting idle so much if we could just get in there, close it, uh, attack it and get it done. And then there'd be less short term pain. But you know, longer-term gaining. Also uh, is looking into working later in the evening. <laughs> These are great ideas. Um, it, it, you're probably a little uh, overdue. <laughs> it just, it's, it just for whatever reason, it struck you as very funny. Yeah, I wonder if there's a better way to do what the city does. Um, I'm going to say yes. There probably is. Well, yeah. Is there better ways to do road construction? Okay, all of us armchair quarterbacks. Sure. How about back here. how about only doing it once? How about that? <laughs> There's a starting point. Uh, you know, closing down an entire roadway and having people have to detour, but getting it done faster. I hmm. like that idea. Sure. Again, um, short-term pain for long-term gain. How about not ripping up a major artery to say I don't know. Uh, K-Days, during K-Days. How about, uh, there's an idea. So that would be planning. Yeah. That would be the planning, scheduling. Somebody ought to maybe put a little pencil to paper, perhaps. Um, The idea about working later into the night or at nighttime, I think is a great idea as long, and and everyone's going to say, as long as it's not in my neighborhood, Mm. as long as it's not in your neighborhood. If it's it's the Yellowhead or if it's a major thoroughfare that's not near a residential area, I think that's a great idea. I think you have to be careful with a residential area. Yeah, I'm even willing to tolerate uh, near a residential. No, you would not be. Oh, I lived it. Anthony Henday. Yeah, but yeah, I was just going to say, having a listen to donk yeah donk i, I like missed it months. when it was gone honestly it was uh, rhythmic. fascinating to me hmm. that big machine pounding those yeah pillars into the ground whatever they were can you imagine how long it uh, used to take when they did it by hand with a hammer <laughs> uh yeah that noise <laughs> went <hammer>. on <laughs> yeah that noise went on all night for long. a long time it just it, you know i have great respect for you those say who it serve. now i think at the yeah. time you were like mm. Oh, no, it was irritating at the time, but I honestly did miss the noise. I, I have great uh, respect, as I was saying, for, for those who serve the public. And, uh, you know, Mayor Don Iveson, I, I count among those who's done, I think, uh, a pretty good job. But he is running a city, and so there is going to be, you know, criticism levied uh, towards the mayor, no matter how good a job he does. But it was just such a funny statement.
Does, I wonder if there's a way to do construction better. Is there a, a way better. to do road construction? Well, l- let me ask you this. Uh, should it take 15 crews to plant a tree? Let, I'm just, let's just start there. No, let's not go back to that one. <laughs> you know, yeah, there probably is a better way. There, This text came in. It says there is a better way to do road construction. Use top-of-the-line materials, superior workmanship, and build the things to last. The best repa- repair, The best road repair is the one you never have to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They're ripping up uh, a street, the corner down by my house. And, and for the life of me, I can't tell you who's ripping it up or why they're ripping it up, but they've closed lanes near me in that little cul- yeah. it's not a cul-de-sac, but that little road of mine. And they've ripped up the curb and they've ripped up, and they're probably doing sewer work, I'm not really sure, but I know that I've seen different trucks, different crews. It's probably going to go on forever. Um, and I know that, you know, as with my tree, as it was explained to me by uh, Councilman Anderson, that, you know, not all those crews are city crews. You know, you have to have the gas company has to come out, the electric company, whoever else has to come out, the arborist, the whatever, the whatever. The whatever. It seems like th- at, the bo- at the basis of all inefficiency is regulation. It seems like that, mm-hmm. there, you know... Occupational safety, occupational health and safety, and, and all these other... we got to do it this way, and then it becomes the most convoluted process to do the simplest of things. And like I've always told you, Jay, the, the thing that absolutely entertains the you-know-what out of me is the build a road, rip up the road, put the curb, take the curb away, mm-hmm. fix the sewer... Put the curb back. Mm-hmm. Rip up the road. Yeah. Just like, man, is there no... Lassard Road in the West End over the past 10 years. I swear that's all it's been. Well, 75th and, uh, what, Roper or yeah. whatever, right down the street here. How many times have they ripped that? Well, that's LRT work now. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I think communication... It was sewer last time. I think communication is one of the, the biggest ones. And when we were having the issue out by our place, um, and Michael, Wall- uh, Michael Waters is not mine. Michael Oshry is my counselor, and that's who I was dealing with. And he said, you know what? Sometimes the communication at City Hall is great. Other times it is completely inefficient. Hmm. And in that case, that's exactly what it was. It was, okay, what are you doing here? What yeah. are you doing? Why are you doing it right now? Right. I have no idea who like this should, crew is or what they're doing. You should be doing this right now. Yeah. So anyway, I, you know, all of us, and again, if we if we want to make it better, I guess we could all run for city council. I don't sure. see any of us throwing our names in for that gig. But I'll tell you what, if I were to, one of the areas I might want to uh, weigh into, just out of pure uh, oh, curiosity. Don't say those words. Don't say the words. Public don't art. Say, oh, you said them. Public art. <laughs> uh, and I get it. Now, there's a program. And the way it works is when you do construction mm-hmm. in a certain area, that there's a percentage. I think it's like a one percent, yeah, which is dedicated towards public art and art. And the idea here, and and it makes sense, is that with all the projects going on, that we're going to end up with a whole lot of public art, and that makes the city hipper, more attractive, and more interesting. Um, and I am no art critic, uh, nor could I ever make a living as an art critic. It would be like doing the weather in Vancouver. It's going to rain. Uh, every time I see artwork, I'm just like, what? What is that? And in this particular case, the newest piece, uh, it's $126,400 the cost. And again, under that program, we're 1% of uh, construction because that's the budget. That's 1% of the budget for the Twilliger Footbridge construction project. It's a three-piece sculpture that's mm-hmm. currently temporarily fenced in in the Twilliger Dog Park, mm-hmm. um, which I love, by the way, the Twilliger uh, Dog Park. But am I, I can't be the only one who realizes this, that that 
they might if they're going to do that kind of artwork. How about a big fire hydrant? Because you know what that. <laughs> Artwork is going to be used for in the Twilliger. It's, it's a pee and stand. It, that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean they're they're they've uh, modified the the Twilliger off leash area quite a bit over the past couple of years. They've uh, expanded the parking lot. They've done uh, a bunch of work down there. They've put this new public art down there and I know I think more and more people are going down there. I haven't been down there in a in a number of years, but I used to spend every mm-hmm. morning Me down too. there with my dogs. Every after every, every evening morning I would be there. We would get up and go down and we'd spend hours walking about out there. So I, I love that spot. Used to be an old um gravel pit if I remember That's correctly. That's right. And it was and it was it it was willed to the city. That's if, right. Yeah, by yep. by someone who owned it. I just did you look at the artwork? I did, and that's what, what I'm trying to get to. You're more cosmopolitan Ooh, than I yeah, am. Yeah, no. Um, it, uh, uh, it, it, here's I what, don't get it. It's a rock. It. It's a boulder. Well, there's a couple different ones. Yeah. There's one that looks like um, uh, uh, a metal man with his legs straight out with feet as ball, like ball feet. Uh-huh. Carrying a big rock on his back. I don't know what that's... It's called Potential, Resonant Point, and Beyond Listing. These are the names of the sculptures. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I look at it and I go, do I really like it? No, I don't I don't really like it. The other one looks like a bunch of oversized bells. You know, like the bell that mm-hmm. you've got, like, ding, 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 on a, on a teacher's desk Well, now we've got bells and balls. We have bells and balls. And I've already mentioned that I like the balls, like the, the talus They're growing balls. on me. No, like the, the white mud. I, yeah. I really like those ones. I know But you that's do. one of the few pieces of public art in the city of Edmonton that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that... Maybe I just need to spend some time getting to know the artwork and, and taking a closer look <laughs> sure. at it than more than just these uh, pictures. Listen, I'm not a fan of uh, fine dining either. I, I, I'm a very simple man. So art is uh, oftentimes lost to me. So I don't want to criticize the art simply because I don't understand it. Um, but it does feel like, to a layman like myself, that you take, and you said it, the history of the place is it was a gravel pit at one time. And, maybe and this is maybe this is a guy carrying a hunk of stone representing the old gravel pit. Possibly. I don't know what the bells are for. Nor do I. Lunch break? <laughs> it was a union pit. Uh, but it seems like sometimes artwork is, hey, here's what we need to do. We need to take an old gravel pit and uh, get this boulder out of the way so we can bring in a piece of artwork uh, that's a boulder. And uh, we'll be, you know, it just, I don't, I guess I just don't get it. But again, I'm uncultivated and Yeah, unwashed, and, so. and we're not on the board that makes these no, decisions. No. And I think every time a new piece of uh, public art is unveiled, people are like, what is this? <laughs> I, I do have some friends who do like it and say, Good. okay, no, I, I think that's that's nice and, and all of that. I. <sighs> it doesn't speak to me. No. And, and maybe... And, and artwork is, though, very... Yeah. Individual. Either I think it either speaks to you or it doesn't speak to you. Sure. Like that's why all of our homes are decorated differently. Absolutely. But the thing with art is, and I'm thinking now from the perspective of the artist, that if you were to be the artist who designed the talus balls, for example, the would talus you stone. talus dome, sorry. Would you want them where they are? Would would well, you want it them was picked there because it was representative of what it means? Personally, I don't think it's a good location. I, I've, the balls have grown on me, but I don't like the location. Would I, as an artist, want to have a piece of art that I know is going to get peed on? Probably not. It, it, 
it just I don't know well you know when you when the submission goes or when the the, the whatever you call it goes out and you put your submission in mm-hmm. you know that that's where it's going to go I guess whatever pays the bills is good exactly yeah I mean, even the decorations on an LRT station, whether you like them or don't like them, their location makes sense to me because you're in traffic, you stop, you look, and it, it's colorful. So you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I certainly do believe there is a place for public public art in, in a community, and I do believe in some cases that they make the community a, a better-looking place. Sure. I, I There's others that I'm very... I know you don't like the about. shoes at Southgate. Oh, the shoes at, Sit- I, 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 at Southgate, I've I hate. Resisted bringing it out. I actually like those as well. They creep me out. Yeah, no, they've grown on me too. It's like the legs sticking out after the house falls on the Wicked Witch of the East from, you know, the Wizard of Oz. I guess I just want something that not only speaks to me, but I understand without an explanation. But here's the thing. The problem is, is that we can't do it for absolutely everyone because True. it goes back to that whole individual liking yep. of art. Bill's on the phone. You're not a fan of public art, Bill? I would love to see the funding eliminated for all public art for one simple reason. Here's here's the pattern. It's one percent. It's barely anything. It's barely anything. But here's the pattern. First of all, government takes money from people against their will. Then they turn around and they they spend it on some bauble <laughs> that nobody needs. And then when people object to this piece. Someone is forced to call those same taxpayers ingrates for not appreciating the unnecessary bauble that has been purchased for them. So, and we repeat this ad infinitum. Mm -hmm. And the the reason it happens is because somebody volunteers to be the, the judge of the art project. Well, that person, the last thing they want to be seen as is some kind of a fuddy-duddy or, 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 God forbid, a conservative. So then what happens is they pick the most avant-garde thing that's thrown in front of them, and they go, that's the one, because that'll make me look like a high-minded progressive art critic. <laughs> and you've completely divorced the art from the people who are obligated to pay for it. But this person gets a great piece of art that they like, and then they say, oh, but I'll put it where you can all see it. Now. <laughs> see, you know what? Here's what I would compare it to. And, and uh, to a great extent, I agree with you. There are comics that are called Comics Comics. Okay, yep. There are those comics who, at the back of the room, love these comics but audiences don't mm-hmm. there are, and it's not necessarily because they're dirty or irreverent or anything else they just think so abstractly that as comics we watch them and go oh my god that was brilliant and we laugh but crowds don't so when you put together a festival you would never put a show together of those comics because the crowds aren't going to enjoy them and i think i think to some extent the caller has a point a, a, a good one like I've said about those who serve us in public office, they sometimes, they start with all the best of intentions and then they grow into this, rather than listening to what we want, they start telling you what you should want, right? And, and I think the same is true of the art. It's like, yeah, what I are like... are we telling them? Are we telling the, the team that makes this, this decision what we want? Yeah, right. What would you like what to see? What would you like to see there, then? Right. Because if it's not this, then what is it? And they're looking at it like this is different, and it's new, and it's avant-garde, and it's cool, and it's whatever, whatever. And then the guy who loads trucks for a living, or the guy who does a radio show in the afternoon, is looking at it going, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm not, I don't get it. I'm not going to 
It's, it's not Are going to add. Are we supposed to get it? Or is it just supposed so. to make us think? I don't know. I mean, while I'm walking my dog, I'm God rest his soul, I doubt very... Well, maybe I would stand there and look at it while he peed. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think that the off-leash park was a place for public art. Probably uh, not. I, I don't think it was needed there. I get wanting to attract, get more people down there, making it a little bit more accessible, more you know friendly, that sort of stuff. To me, public art at the dog uh, the dog park meh, wasn't necessarily. There may a great be more poo bag dispensers. Yeah, that would help. Mm-hmm. Well, public art is one of those topics that gets people going, uh, not the least of which is my uh, partner in radio. Um, And one person asking, uh, is the purpose of art not to get you talking about it? And that's what we're doing. Sure. It's the thing people have argued about art forever, beauty being in the eye of the beholder Mm -hmm. and stuff, but really only to a certain extent. Curious what pieces of art you guys enjoy. I I mentioned, too, the the Talistome and the feet at Southgate. I like both of those. There's several sculptures downtown that I I find quite interesting as well. They don't dominate the space in which Mm -hmm. they're in, but they are interesting. Um, I mean, if you want an example of one where I'm beyond trying to figure it out, it would be the art that they unveiled in Calgary. Oh, yeah, well... I I just, I couldn't fathom. it. You know what I thought it was when I first saw the picture before I saw the story? I, I thought it was a pick here part... (laughs) <laughs> place. I thought it was the racks and shelving yeah. and that those were used engines. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, You know, a friend of mine, Slavchak, does a lot of great uh, metal work, and he's done a lot of great metal work around uh, this city, and um, he does a lot for, you know, private, you know, metal pieces uh, in front of people's homes and stuff uh-huh. like that. Okay. Very, I love that stuff. I think that it, it works. It makes you think a little bit more. Didn't he do the Eskimo Siren? He did do the Eskimo Siren. That thing works. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of stuff over the years uh, in, cool. in Edmonton, and he does amazing work. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way. Hey, would what? the Eskimo Siren be considered artwork? Because there's another piece that <laughs> oh, I like. There you go. Um, I, I like... Um, at uh, at Rogers Place, I like the work that's done on the floor. I can't remember the name of it all. The uh, the native piece that was done with all the tiles. I think that's very pretty. I'm not sure about the spot for it, <laughs> but I thought that that was that was very pretty. And I'll go back. I like the Talus Dome. I like the Talus Dome from the from the absolute get go. Mm-hmm. Uh, most other pieces of public art um, that I've seen so far, eh, don't really blow my skirt up. All right. Well. As that but again, you know, texter said. Here's the thing. It's funny. And we go back to your home. Like I have, my home is filled with um, the work of a, of a local artist, Giselle Dennis. I love her work. My dad's like, why do you keep buying her work? Why do you keep buying her work? I said, because it makes me happy. Sure. It makes me smile. And he says, well, do you know, it, you know, why do people buy art? You don't know if it's going to make you any money. And I said, I don't care about it making me money, about it, you know, uh, appreciating in value over the years. It, it's the value in it right now is the fact that I walk into my living room and I love looking at those paintings and it makes me smile. I got the weirdest idea ever. And oh, if I'm boy. elected to council, here's how we do it. We put out tender for a piece of art with a budget of whatever for a particular mm-hmm. project. We get 20 applicants in, uh, just like a catalog online. We throw it up online. Here's the 20. Vote on them. They've done that before and in if, this city. Have they? Yes. Because I think it's, they should do it every yeah. time. And, and if you don't want to vote, then you're obviously yeah. not interested in the art. You don't care. Yep, they've done that here before. Well, they should keep doing it. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.